Yo, what is up, guys? Rustic here, and today I'm joined by my friend... Ted. And uh, this is our... I don't know how many episodes we've done, but this is our fifth podcast, and this is on social media. So we're going to talk about all the negative, the positive effects of social media. We're going to talk about how this has changed your life, my life, literally, and Sam's life. So without further ado, we're just going to start with this, right? All right. Uh, before we actually begin, uh, you know, we hope you guys are doing well. Um, I know like the holiday seasons are around. So Merry Christmas to everyone that's celebrating. Um, hopefully everything is well with everyone. Um, it's very unprecedented year, you know, with all the COVID and everything like with no gathering at all. Uh, stay safe. Uh, let's, you know, Let's stay safe and kick this COVID out so that way we can celebrate the Christmas with Christmas with uh, our family together next year. Um, and also like Happy New Year, New Year as well. I don't know when this episode is going to be coming out. So in case we don't get you, we don't get to wish you guys Happy New Year. Um, Happy New Year. And yeah. yeah. So our topic is... Our topic is COVID, yeah. <laughs> fuck, those, fuck COVID. <laughs> um, our topic is social media. Um, before we dive into that, uh, Rustic, how is your uh, social media uses? Like, what's your like normal? It's daily- very negligible. I'm not that much on social media. I n- I never was. There was a point where. I used to use Instagram a lot, and then I I would consume so much of videos on TikTok. But now my social media, like I don't use pretty much any social media. I'm not on. I have accounts on all of them, but I'm pretty much not ever on Facebook. You can probably uh-huh. never find me. Um, I'm very like little on Instagram. I'll check my DMs. I'll check like you know, stories and stuff, maybe, maybe once a day or sometimes even like once in like two or three days, uh, Snapchat, whenever I see a message, I'll probably reply within 24 hours, but there's no guarantee again with that either. Mm -hmm. And TikTok is pretty much uh, negligible. Only thing that I use a lot is Apple podcast to listen to podcasts. So that's pretty much all I do now. I haven't used uh, social media and and quite a lot of time. I haven't posted in a very long time either. What about you, Sen? Um, I'm pretty much in the same boat as you. I mean, although I do have like, you know, like accounts and pretty much everything. The only thing I use right now is Twitter and Snapchat. Um, however, I do have uh, uh, limitations on the uses on those apps, which we will come to li- come to this um later on about like you know how to like set up a limitations um so that way you don't you're not on your phone all the time but uh i do like i i used to be like super crazy you know like on social media um i used to like spend hours and hours and hours pretty much like on facebook or twitter or basically like switching the apps like if i'm done with twitter I will basically go to Snapchat, and if I'm done with Snapchat, I'll basically go to Facebook. So as of now, like what I have right now is basically Snapchat and Twitter, and they also have limitations. Um, other than that, it's been going fairly good. Um, but I'm pretty sure, like, 
there is like, you know, I can cut down more on the social media uses because personally, I don't think it's, it's useful. Um, but you yeah, think that's... you think, okay, so let's go back to a time where you did use a lot of Twitter because you and I have both a victim of like using a lot, a lot of social media and not just because like we're on actively on social media on podcast, we have own YouTube channels. So we have been a victim of using a lot of apps and social media because you want to communicate with everybody, right? You want to communicate mm-hmm. with your friends, your relatives and all that stuff. So let's go back to that time period. Do you see a difference in, in yourself when you were using a lot of social media and where, when you were like consuming a lot of social media content versus now where pretty much all that you use to is, uh, either business like stuff or just like talking to some of your close friends like do you see a difference in yourself when you're using a lot of social media versus now yeah definitely um i think like one of the uh, differences that i see is uh when i was using social media back then um i used to like look for validations like if i'm posting anything um you know like i want it people's opinions i want it people likes and all that now uh where like i i can care less about who likes my picture or who sees my um stories um there's this you know like once once you're like in social media and for like long time uh it seems like it triggers your brain to like you know always look out for that likes uh or you know like how many likes you'll get how many comments you'll get uh, like one of those thing is that validations uh now like i don't really look out for validations like i don't give a fuck about what you know people thinks about my post or my stories uh but there is like there is like there is a difference between now and back then also like another thing that i noticed uh was this constant you know constant desire to like keep on checking the social media like what what's what happened like is there another like new post another like new uh tweets uh or like did somebody post any stories but now i'm i'm just like my own well like i will i will check when i get a chance i'm not gonna like touch my phone i'm just gonna open it when i get a chance um but yeah that's the difference what about you like have you like compared to like, I know you have limited uses on the uh, social media. Um, have you noticed any differences? Yeah. So going back to like what you were saying, when you are not using a lot of social media, you have so much free time and you don't realize that when you are using social media, because like just scrolling on Instagram just takes a lot of time, but you don't realize because you're seeing all these new posts and it's so weird because your brain is triggered in a very wrong way and you get this dopamine release when you see people with different pictures and stuff like that and you see some of your like favorite instagram idols on your instagram and they have the perfect body they are living a life like a a-list celebrity they have so much money there's so much to compare when you're looking for things just like what you said with validation you're looking for validation you're you're trying to fit into the society 
So that was definitely happening with me when I was using a lot of social media. Now, not so much. Like, I'm happy where I'm at. I'm happy mm -hmm. to look into the future and, and see where I'm going. But when you're consuming a lot of social media, you don't get to think of that. And not to mention, like, the time that you waste from just scrolling people's posts endlessly without having no goal. If you think about that thing, there's no goal. When you see someone's picture, there's no goal if you see a pretty woman on Instagram or if you see this guy with like eight pack abs, like good for him, good for them. But there's no goal that you're achieving yourself. So I found that realization. And sometimes it takes like those small things like realization stuff to trigger like a trigger like a weird kind of like thing in your brain when you're like the way that you think the pattern that you're thinking just shifts like it shifts 180 degrees because when you're consuming a lot of content you don't think about that stuff but when you're mm -hmm. not then you think about all these things and you're like holy shit i'm like actually uh, wasting a lot of my time my effort i could be doing something else completely uh, when I'm not wasting my time on this. So I've realized that a lot. And one of the other things that I was going to ask you is, did, did you ever like Photoshop your pictures? And by Photoshop your picture, I mean like edit your pictures or increase your like lighting or brightness and all that kind of stuff just to look like more appealing to other people because I know a lot of people do this, um, especially all the girls out there. They're they're using like a lot of uh, stuff on like Snapchat as filters and and they send these pictures um, because I've fallen <laughs> to a lot of those pictures. And um, when you go and look at a different person, the same person actually, you you see like a very noticeable difference because these algorithms are making you look a little bit like you know i don't know fair like pretty right mm -hmm. and i fell into that category where i was also like snapchatting all the shit that i was doing i was also using snapchat to do all those tricks like holding your camera up high to <laughs> not show your double chin right <laughs> doing right. that kind of weird stuff and using like filters to post whenever you post on whatever social media you post on but now i don't give a fuck like you know you take it or you leave it pretty much kind mm -hmm. of a thing so did you ever like fall into that thing because i did i remember a time distinctly when i used to do that every picture that i took was pretty much from snapchat and then converted as a photo into my thing and then i would go and increase the brightness and all tinker with all that kind of stuff but now like literally when i'm facetiming someone i'm facetiming that's me dude that's naturally me um mm -hmm. and it goes the same for like instagram when i'm sending someone this like a quick reply like a video message or anything like that but did you ever fall into that weird trap where like you know you're kind of photoshopping yourself to look at a little a little bit better uh that's a good question so looking back like a couple years ago I used to do that. So like whenever I used to record a photo, I mean, whenever I used to like take a photo or record a video in Snapchat, I used to use the uh, filter and make myself a little bit brighter. But now um, I can care less about, you know, like what people think. Um, I want to present my original uh, myself. Like even if I'm posting any pictures in Instagram or if I'm posting anything uh, in Snapchat, I try to like make it original as possible. 
because I don't want to present myself as fake. I don't want to present myself um, as, you know, like phony. I mean, it's okay to like, you know, it's okay if you want to look good. It's okay if you want to, you know, like make yourself a little bit brighter. But um, you have to have a, you know, like good intention. Just like make sure that those things that doesn't bother you, like those things that does not get into your head. Um, like whenever like we scroll through, uh, you know, either Facebook, Instagram, or any other like social media platform, we tend to like compare ourselves with other people um, because most of the time what people, like they'll post only good stuff in social media. But what they don't realize is that there might be another, you know, like lots of stuff that's going on background. Like you never know what's their mentality. You never know what they're struggling through. So the picture itself does not justify the entire truth. So if you see you know, like people posting um, their vacation picture, that doesn't mean that they're enjoying the vacation picture. Like who knows the truth behind the picture? It could be like they're arguing and they're just posting it for sake of it. So I I didn't really fall you know to that category, but uh, there was a time a point where I was kind of like started to like fall into that category but i'm like nah this is not you know this is not who i am like i want to be i want to present myself as original as possible i don't care about what the world thinks like i want to be me right um, but the, do you think that's because of like the maturity that comes with it or do you think that's because of like solely not using social media and just like basically having abstinence from social media do you think it's the maturity or do you think both i think it's combination of both uh it's also like the maturity realizing you know um like presenting yourself in that like in social media out there um in a like a phony way um it's also like maturity like first you know like it's a combination of both maturity and also like realizing that most of the things uh, in social media platform are not real. And uh, we shouldn't fall for, you know, like good biceps. We shouldn't fall for beautiful vacay picture. Because like I, like I mentioned already, like who knows the truth? You never know. Like you never know if you can see like couple posting cute pictures. You can see, you know, like couple uh, posting like this romantic uh, pictures. But you never know if they have been fighting or if like what kind of lives they're living like beside social medias, because uh, picture completely does not justify the situation. Picture does not justify their you know like what's going on in their life. Um, but I think like it's realizing that most of the things out there in social medias are not completely true. No, I'm not saying that you know like nothing in social medias are like true like. I mean, there are people who shares, um, show like in social media for like with good intention. Like they want to share their picture with their families. They want to share their picture with you know relatives. Uh, but there are like people who just want to like you know post for likes. Uh, they just want to like post because they want to get comments. Um, but I think it comes down to like maturity and realizing that you know, the downside of the social media. Right. I think 
I want to add one more point to that. Um, yeah. Because I, I've seen this from a lot of influencers and people that I follow. Whenever you're faking anything, if you're faking a social media post or you're faking to be happy, that doesn't last a while. Like, mm -hmm. that's a very short-term thing because you're doing it for likes or you're doing it for sponsorships, and it doesn't last a very long time. Versus if you look at a person who's genuinely happy, most times he's out there exercising, he's eating the good diet, he's just happy from the world, he's grateful from, from things, that, pers that person is going to go a long way on posting things because that's genuinely who they are. Versus mm -hmm. if you look at a person who's like depressed, because I've seen like a lot of depressed YouTubers and you and I both know who we're talking about, but people show a different kind of uh, thing on social media and then the reality is something very different and they exactly. have a they have a hard time maintaining that because inside you're extremely not happy but then you have to show it to the outside world that you're happy but that doesn't last a long time right mm -hmm. so what do you think like i don't know for people listening out there what do you think uh, should people fake? Because there are times when you're just ha not happy, right? You, when you're just like down, you're beaten down by life. And what you want to do is like post a video or post like a, on a YouTube channel or post like a snap to your friends and say, hey, I'm not doing good and ask for help. So th there's like two different things. One's the outcry where you... Tell people, you know, you're, you're not doing good, but then you start doing good. And then there's mm -hmm. a thing where you, like, start to fake all the shit that you do. Because, right. like, someone like David Goggins, um, for people, for the listeners, uh, David Goggins is this Navy SEAL dude who was 300 pounds. But then in the beginning, he faked it. Like, he faked it. He faked that he was happy. He faked it that he was enjoying running, but he was not enjoying running. He was doing a quarter mile. And then he just came back to his house, started drinking, like, chocolate milk. But on the outside, for a very long period of time, he said that he was happy doing that stuff. But he wasn't happy, but he was still posting that stuff to, like, you know, reach out to the universe that he was actually happy uh someone like that who might do for a very short time versus someone you know who's gonna fake everything like who's gonna fake being happy who's gonna fake being like not depressed like what do you what do you think people should do like should people completely stay away from faking stuff or should people literally do the fake it to the until you make it kind of a thing um the, yeah there is a term you know like fake it until you make it but the thing is that uh, it's not going to last longer. So if you run away from problem, then the problem's going to run, you know, like after you. So try to face it. Like I will say, like try to face the situation, like regardless of like how bad the situation is, regardless of how bad things are, are just face the situation. It's eventually going to go away. And I know like some of the situations are like complicated and some of the situations are um scary but until you don't face it you are not the situation is not going to be over so like faking it will just like make it i in my opinion like faking it will only like make it worse because uh you're going to be living you know like you're going to be it's going to like daunt on you and that problem is not going to like go away 
like it's instead like it's just gonna come after you so like instead of like faking it and you know like running away from the problem face the problem so that way you at least like you know and so that way like you know like you at least like face the situations and if any like any means it's gonna either like make you or break you uh worst case scenario that it's probably gonna break you but there's always you know there's always something that you can learn from any sort of situations and there's always something that you can pick up from any uh, situation that you can apply uh, in like future situations um but i will say like just go for it and go just go and tackle the problem instead of like running from it um also like i w- i want to like add to like the uh, influencer uh point um that you mentioned that you know like there are like lots of in- like social media influencer right now um i know like when we when i first started my social media the only reason i created was um i wanted to you know see what was my friends doing to get in touch with my friends to see my see how like my families are doing uh but now what i notice in my social medias are like all pretty much all my social medias are like filled with memes um with all this motivational post and all this information that i you know that i think like is making my brain overwhelmed um do you think like right now the social media world is like completely different i mean it's obviously different but in terms of like the way it is like do you think it's um it's translating to more of a like you know a platform for advertisement than actual like you know a medium of a communications right uh yeah i have a very different take on how social media is now um i mm. want to go back to what you were saying before uh the you brought up that question and i'll answer that question in just a second my answer to uh fake it to the until you make it would be it depends it depends sometimes because sometimes you're deep down the trenches of being sad being depressed or whatever that you are right um mm-hmm. and sometimes you literally have to fake it till you make it and the point that i want to bring is from my own personal experience because being chubby like you're going to hate exercise but then sometimes you have to push through that you have to be like okay you know what i'm just going to do it and and you know what for validation whatever it is i am going to take a picture of myself daily and post it to social media because mm-hmm. a now what that does is since you put out a picture of yourself into out there right people are going to see it and 10 days later you, let's say you take the same picture and then you send it out there and you don't see a lot of difference or you've gained a lot of weight instead of like losing a lot of weight that can like negatively impact you you know but in a very mm-hmm. positive way like that's negatively impacting you but it's inspiring you to do something uh, to change right. something because now you realize like you don't want to look like that so for something like that i think it's it's all about a healthy balance because sometimes right. you're in such a deep trench that you don't know how to pull yourself from and having a little bit of like that negative social media balance might be the way to like get you out of your trenches but going back to what you were saying 
if you do that too much, if you're faking every other post, if you're faking everything, then you're deep down that rabbit hole. Like you have to start to love yourself to be happy. It sounds very corny when I say love yourself. <laughs> Don't love, love yourself physically. That's kind of weird. But you have to mentally be strong and then, you know, appreciate yourself and, and just do good. Generally have good feelings towards other people and things like that. But I don't see a reason not to fake some of the things. Like if you're going through a weight loss or you're going through this major transformation and you just don't muster all the courage to do the things or to say the things. I think sometimes you just need to go out there. If you're scared to do a public speaking, then go and tell 10 of your friends that you're going to do public speaking. And then do it in front of them. I think that's very inspiring and that's going to push you in a very positive direction. So that's my take on it. But now going back to your question, uh, do influencers, like, is it a good place to advertise or is it going to negatively impact? I feel like right now we're dealing with something that we've never dealt with. Uh, this wasn't the case in 2015. Uh, and this definitely wasn't the case in 2010, which I personally can insight, right? Because in 2010, I was already 13 years old. So I grew up with, first of all, I grew up in Nepal without internet. So mm -hmm. in, in uh, up until 2013, I didn't have an iPhone, quote unquote. Um, and, and up until 2015, I didn't have a phone. I just had a small iPod that you could connect to the internet. So even in 2015, I was only familiar with the internet for two years in 2015. So if you look at that point of retro aspect, like, you know, retro aspect, then I feel like the way that we've handled in the last 10 years with this whole internet thing is very different. It started as a very positive force to unite people across the globe. Like you said, to keep in touch with your family, your your friends from across the world. But now it's turned into this weird curated stuff for you that just wants you to hit that CPM. Just want, People just want you to get to that CPM or people just want you to advertise something on it like whether it's a donald trump campaign or it's um, a beauty product or whatever it may be so we've we're in this weird space where now we have a lot of influencers we have people from tiktok people from facebook we have people from twitch people from youtube doing youtubers uh thing and and now we're in this like weird competition thing where the companies themselves are fighting for these platforms we can't, which can be good, but they're fighting for these platforms and for these influencers that they have no idea of their background. They have no idea what these people are doing. And instead of going to celebrities, like a handful of few celebrities that we had before, I think companies are going towards this internet digital age where they're going to support a 16-year-old that's doing a TikTok or an 18-year-old who has 100 million followers on TikTok or someone who has 10 million followers on on YouTube but is extremely depressed, I think advertisers are going after that number, that heavy-hitting number, instead of like actually going out to the people who genuinely are out there to make a difference. 
And sometimes you can notice that thing where you know someone is genuinely happy or not, but sometimes you can't because, again, a lot of people are just faking it. They just want to make money. They just, it's ultimately money, man. It's it's about making money. It's about living happy is directly related to making money. And a lot of influencers are are doing the same thing where they're just quote unquote getting the bag. It's literally a phrase on the internet now where, you know, people make OnlyFans and <laughs> post their pictures on OnlyFans and they're getting the bag. Like they're charging $35 or $20 or $30 or $99 per month uh, to subscribers to get quote unquote private pictures. So yeah. like, where are we now is the question. Where is this going to go forward? Like in the next five years, I don't see this going in a positive way because in five years, you're, you're talking about like a huge growth of the internet and huge growth of probably a bunch of apps that are probably going to be the new TikTok, the new YouTube, the new Facebook, the new Twitch. So with that kind of an uh, with that kind of like multiple apps i feel like the advertisers are going to fight more to mm -hmm. because all the at the end of the day it's a business all they care about is people seeing their product they want impressions that's all they care i'm sorry to break it to you but all the advertisers care is they want to have a lot of impressions so hopefully someone's going to buy their product and sometimes that decision is overtaken by people who see these people have a huge follower base but you know these people are either depressed or or mentally unstable there's a lot of youtubers who are like that so i don't know where we're going this is like a very weird time just i think only time can tell us where we're going uh, but what do you think where are we going in this huge like cutthroat competition with like advertisement is is the advertiser gonna win or are genuine people with good heart posting like good stuff or are they going to win um i want to go back to uh, only fans since you mentioned that uh like a couple of right. weeks ago i was going through twitter and i saw this girl uh posting uh her tesla model 3 and the way that she made all those money was to OnlyFans. I'm like, wow. Wow. Like, if I want Tesla Model 3, I am... <laughs> Don't say probably... it. Don't say it. <laughs> You're going to make an OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was not going to say that I'm going to have OnlyFans. No. I know you but... want that Tesla, but don't go, <laughs> don't go that way, dude. <laughs> We're no. good doing podcasts. I was, uh, I was just going to... I was just going to say, you know, like if I'm, if I want a uh, Tesla model three, then I'm probably going to have to like work throughout my life to like, you know, make like probably save tons of money to like buy that Tesla, you know? And like this girls are literally like making banks out of uh, selling their private uh, videos or private photos. And that is kind of like scary. Like, I mean, I don't, I don't want to like, you know, judge them for whatever they're doing i'm pretty sure like they have their motives they have their reason behind doing what they're doing but um you know like i don't want to like focus on too much on that what i want to focus on is the other side of the coin people who's actually paying them um like that's that's what like w what i want to focus is that people who's paying them 
that that basically shows like people are like willing to like you know uh pay for like anything and other thing that i want to mention is uh product being uh free like right now facebook is totally free google is totally free twitter is totally free snapchat is totally free here's the thing though it's actually not free if you're not paying for the product then you are the product like whatever you do on that platform is being monitored by pretty much you know like like everything is like monitored like how much you know like how much time you spend on what what do you do what do you like um everything is like totally uh monitor and the way that the way that uh advertisement works is that they will basically use that data against you so you're not actually using that platform for free like you're actually giving all this data to this uh big uh and they'll basically use that you know data to like manipulate you and trigger your psychology and force you to like buy things or do things that you don't want to do um and which is scary like thinking about you know like you you wouldn't even know like what you're doing and they will be like slowly like you know like twisting your brain or manipulating you to like do things that you don't even want to do um like i want to like compare myself like five years ago and now so now like five years ago what i used to do was like i was very interested this was like way before i even had a phone um what i used to do was like i used to love drawing like i was i used to love doing arch- arch- architectural uh drawing um and every time i had a free time i used to like draw um i used to like do type typography and uh enjoy my time the only thing that i had like for technology was pretty much my mp3 player which i used to love mp3 player uh right now it might not seems like a big deal because you know we have iphone or pretty much any device can play music or stream music um but back then to me it was like a big deal because that's all i had and i was like happy in my little world when was little this world. when was this which year by the way this was back in uh 2011 i'll say 20 like middle of 2011 to like maybe uh 2012 um, so this was like however, maybe 8 years ago 8 years ago yeah pretty much that was a long time ago pretty much when i was new um however now like i have my um uh, iphone with me i have my macbook and all i want to do is uh pretty much watch a movie um I mean, I do have like, you know, I do have this plans like, okay, uh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to read. I'm going to like work out. However, it's like very, very hard. It's like, like our minds are like pretty much gravitated towards our technology. And it's so hard to like overcome that and actually like do things. It takes like lots of mental resistance to like do what you want to do. Well, back, back in like, you know, like, seven eight years ago it used to be easier because we did not we were not you know like around like social media a lot or like technology in general a lot but now it's like so difficult um maybe because of you know maybe we're all sucked into like social medias or maybe the time has changed but it was like so 
so diff- like right now it's like so difficult to like focus and do all the things that we want to do like have you faced this problem with you too or like is it just me can you like do you think like you can relate yeah so i want to talk about because you said this so perfectly you said um a lot of apps are free like twitter is free facebook is free instagram is free uh, you know a lot of apps are free so what is the catch the catch is you are the product you said this so mm-hmm. good that resonated with me a lot because whenever because i make youtube videos right i'm always mm-hmm. actively like on discord or on video games trying to get like clips and most times i'm filling with different people i want to have different people in my lobby so i can record that stuff and mm-hmm. 90% of the time that this is what i've seen cuz i've played video games for nearly 3 4 years now 90% of the time since like last year uh, and, and especially now, since like this year, most people that I see on TikTok are either on Instagram because they say it openly. They're on Instagram. They're watching some video on Instagram or they are now even more so they're on TikTok. They're watching some kind of a TikTok and you can hear them through your headphones because the TikTok is so loud or they're just like watching someone on YouTube. That's what people are doing. And people have a very short attention span. Like, there's a research done that says people have a shorter attention span than than a goldfish, right? But mm-hmm. when you compare that to people who use Instagram or use TikTok or use any other social media app, people get lost in that, man, for hours. And sometimes when you, even if you scroll for 30 minutes you're not scrolling for an hour you scroll for 30 minutes but you do the same thing you scroll instagram 30 minutes for four times a day that builds up that's two hours that you've wasted from your life doing pretty Mm -hmm. much nothing pretty much doing comparing yourself to your social media idols your social media influencers and just raging about how good they're doing and how shitty your life is And I feel like I was in that place a few years ago. I was in that place where I was looking at a lot of influencers and I was comparing myself. I couldn't help but compare myself. I was like, hey, what if I had a six pack app? Hey, what if I had a pack app? Hey, this guy is extremely um, like, you know, working hard. Hey, what if I was like this? What if I was taller? What if uh, this was not wrong with me? you can't help but you think about these things when you're on social media so i agree with you that was happening with too, me too and the worst thing is we're growing up with the generation where, where there's a study done that says millennials are three years behind on like uh everything like college getting married getting um buying a house um millennials are having less sex than Gen z there's a lot of things people are behind and the root of pretty much all of that is depression. And if we look at the research itself, it shows that the depression is directly related with social media. So then you ask the question, how are people getting depressed and why are people getting depressed? Why is social media the reason? And it goes back to what you were saying, because people are the product. These companies are curating whatever you watch. If you watch 
QAnon, you watch Biden, you watch Trump, whatever thing you're watching, you just get subscription of those similar things. You never get to see the other point. You never get to argue, not argue, but you never get to express your opinions about someone else in a face-to-face perspective, like how you and I do. Even though we have differences, we talk it out, right? But Mm -hmm. what's not happening now is we see a lot of keyboard warriors and all they do is like type on keyboard their stuff on comments, but that's it. There's no active um, rebuttal. There's no like active back and forth of saying, oh, this is my idea. This is your idea. But that's impacting a lot of people, especially the millennials, because we're behind on a lot of things. Uh, it's calculated by 2000 and like not 2000. It's calculated that by 21, the previous generation had a lot more income. They were in college. They were very stable with where, uh, all the income they had. They already had kids by this time. And if you look at millennials right now, we're not going anywhere. We're, we're stuck in this weird what? time froze freeze thing. Wait, yeah. what did you say? We are literally fucked. <laughs> yeah, we're literally fucked, but we're not fucking. So <laughs> it's it's so weird if you look at that. The statistics are very alarming, and that's definitely because of social media because we can't stop but compare people. And next time, I want to tell this to all the listeners. Next time you're scrolling through Instagram, you're scrolling through TikTok, just take a second, just, just one second, and then think, is this helping you? The video that you're watching on TikTok, Charlie or Addison or whoever dancing, is that really going to help you? Are you getting any kind of knowledge from that? And if the answer is no, in a row of days, in a multiple row of days, then you know you got to cut off that application. Or as San is going to describe later is you got to look at screen time. You got to look at these productivity apps that are going to help you better manage your time. So mm-hmm. I just want to leave that thought out there. Yeah, uh, definitely. A uh, couple, like, as you mentioned about, you know, like uh, depression and mental health, it's a serious issues. And um, most of the time, like, t- as a teens, um, like, as we grow up, we are, like, struggling with, you know, like, lots of identity, like, what's what's my place in the world? What am I supposed, like, what I'm supposed to do when I grow up? And I think the... Uh, all the uh, things in social media doesn't help them. Uh, like they tend to like compare with things in social media, thinking that it might be like you know true. Um, and something that you mentioned about scrolling is I also like have found myself like so one day like I was scrolling um, through my Instagram and as I was like re- like scrolling through, I'm like I pause and I'm like, why am I even doing this? Like. I'm not even reading anything. I'm like literally like scrolling. That's that's all I'm doing. Like what what's the purpose? And I immediately like um I immediately like stop scrolling and it just it's 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 just like it's a trap. It's, it's a trap, yeah. Like when you um it's it's funny, like your brain is like literally like forcing your hand to like scroll. Even though if you like know that you don't want to like scroll, you're not getting any value, you're still doing it. It's like your brain is like triggering your hands to like keep on scrolling. 
like what's the purpose um so managing your time and like i think being very uh you know present in that moment and seeing like how you're like utilizing your time in social medias will be crucial and like i want to um go back to like mental health because it's a serious issues um like we tend to like compare you know our life with other people's life not knowing that you know there might be the story might be completely different like you cannot just see the picture on social media and start comparing your life you you never know like there's the situation might be different if if somebody has a six pack you never know like they they probably have been working out for like six or seven years who knows what's going on um just like have context on you know like whatever you look into social medias because not you know like everything is like shiny and you know um everything has story behind every picture so just like try to observe and try to instead of like comparing like realize that um there might be you know there 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 might be like there uh i don't know hold on i'm running out of right i want to add something to what you just said um because you talked about people who have great bodies right people have like a six-pack or eight-pack and you're comparing yourself to them and Mm -hmm. and i want to go back to your point that you said you've you have no idea how they have struggled and there's a lot of people who have struggled genuinely for 10 years six years five years that put so much effort they give their body proper nutrition, proper diet, proper exercise, proper sleep. There's so many people who do that. But there's also a lot of people in this specific generation that are just abusing a lot of stuff. Like things right. like SARMs, things like steroids. It's readily available. You have Amazon. You can just literally buy SARMs and that's going to just as well work like steroids. So whenever mm-hmm. you go into the gym, even when you go into the gym, you see these buff guys with huge arms. You don't know if they've been working for six months or you've they've been working for six years. Some of them are genuinely, some of them are genuinely very strong and very muscular. And it depends on their genetics. But some of them are like cheating their way through looking like this person because Again, they've fallen. Uh, they've fallen into the trap. They've fallen into the trap of looking good. Like, what do you want to do? I want to look good. Why do you want to look good? Because I want to post pictures on social media. I want to gain that traction. I want to gain money. I want to gain fame. And that's what people do. Um, and I tell this to almost everybody who comes and tells, "I want to look like I want to look like a Greek god or something like that." It takes years. It takes like not, and we're not talking about one year or two years. It takes several years of extremely good discipline and working extremely hard. And you have to go harder than last time to look the way that you want to look, especially if you look at a lot of like, you know, movie stars like Captain America or you look at Thor. It takes years and most of them probably used a lot of stuff to get to that point. So comparing yourself to the life that people have, to the fitness level that people have, it's 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 a very bad approach to self-improvement because what your progress might be might be completely different than what someone else might get the get the results 
because it depends on genetics, it depends on hard work, it depends on nutrition, a lot of stuff like that. So again, if you're comparing yourself to someone else, whether it's fitness or finance or just looking good, then you shouldn't be doing that anyway because you sh- the only person you should be comparing is yourself. And you should look at someone uh, at yourself a day ago or a month ago or a week ago and see the difference in yourself and then use that as fuel to propel yourself further in whatever journey you're going through. Exactly. Right. Uh, you never know, like, you know, like the person that you're comparing to might have better access to things than you do. Like they might have a better fitness trainer. They might even have a new, you know, like most of this actor that we compare to has uh, like, you know, uh, a nutrition that, you know, that will help them to like with their food. Um, so like, don't, you know, like it's not good uh, good thing to compare your life with other um like if you want to be a better person and if you want to you know better ver- be better version of, of yourself like uh rustic mentioned the only person that you should be comparing um to is yourself you, like reflect in a daily basis or reflect in a weekly basis see that how you were last week how like what you have done uh what you can do better like there's always like don't be and also like when you're like reflecting don't be hard on yourself because that can like you know that can literally like take a toll on you so always be reasonable and you know like see what you can work on what worked and what did not like our life is a journey and there's always another day if you mess it up in in you know like today like there's always going to be um another day like on saturday me and my um friend was supposed to go work out and we we couldn't make it but we realized that there's always another day so tomorrow uh we are going to be working out and uh hopefully we'll uh, we'll make it through uh we'll go to work out and we'll go to gym and we'll work out but there's always going to be another day uh life is a journey it's not it's not about, you know, things will take time and you just got to be patient with yourself and r- enjoy the ride. Right. Um, One I thing know, I'll, like, mm-hmm. yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. I'm sorry. Go, go. No, uh, no go ahead. what I was going to say is I was going to talk about your post because you mentioned uh, one day that you were on Instagram and you were scrolling through and you were like, why am I doing this? And I want to mm-hmm. and I want to explain to people like what your and my Instagram pretty much looks like because it looks very similar your and mine. Pretty much the things that we mm-hmm. follow are um like tech stuff or like you know motivational stuff or like fitness stuff and stuff like that where it's like you know go out there you got to go out there and get it uh. and then there's stuff like you know to be an entrepreneur you have to like do this or do that like all these different techniques but Again, like you're scrolling through them endlessly and it's going from one ear to the other, right? And I've fallen mm-hmm. victim to this and you can probably testify to this too. And and the exact same thing was happening with me too. I was looking at the the post where there were like, you know, there was a lot of motivation. There's a lot of like advice for being fit. There's a lot of advice for being an entrepreneur, doing whatever you're doing. But 
at the end of the day, this is just like a bunch of words sometimes that you look at and you forget about this a few moments after you're like, huh, what, what did that Instagram post say? You don't know what they're saying. For some people, it does click. But for me, I can say it never clicked. So whenever I, I was scrolling through all these motivational things, it was never clicking into my head. They were just going through my, one of my ear and going out of the other. So I, at least like that's how I felt when I was going when I was scrolling endlessly through those like motivational quotes and this and that. It wasn't that like and I realized instead of doing that, you just need to go out and do that thing, whatever you you, you want to do, because the worst outcome is you're going to fail it. But if you look at that, even failing, it's going to teach you a lesson that's going to be invaluable that no words, no books, there's nothing that's going to describe how that feels. And if you fail, then so what? You open another thing up. If, you fa- if, if there's a company that you want to make and you fail 10 times and it never clicks... And that 11th time it it clicks, it's because you've learned all your lessons. You've known all the problems that you have faced those 10 times. And then now on the 11th time, it's going to hit that jackpot. So I I just wanted to add that part. Because I know you're in my social media. They they look like the same feed. Right. Um, Like since you mentioned that, I want to like compare uh, like my social media with my uh, dad's social media. So a couple of days ago, I was actually on my dad's phone and I was going through his Facebook. And uh, what I realized was like very interesting. So, you know, that social media was like built to like, you know, um, like Facebook was built to like to be connected with our friends, uh, families and all that. Right. And what I was realizing was my Facebook was filled with like totally everything was pretty much either the uh, memes or either this motivational post and comparing to like my dad he his facebook was pretty much filled with all his um friends all the uh, our neighbors and pretty much all the people and like most of the time my dad actually used uh messenger to like communicate with them um instead of like just scrolling through the uh pictures and just like going through you know like Facebook and keep on scrolling. He actually uses to like communicate with people. And my dad, he's like normally he's not really good with technology. Um, he knows how to call and all that. But uh, it's that was like very uh like very interesting like thing that I noticed is that how our parents like Facebooks are like all filled with actual people and you know like real people and how like our social media is like filled with all this uh, social media influencer post or either, you know, memes and all that. Um, do you, have you, have you like noticed that? Like, do you like when you go to your parents' Facebook, like, do you see any, any, like any correlations? Right. Um, I do. I, whenever I get a chance to look at my parents' social media, or a lot of my uh, like friends social media too my older friends who are <coughs> 40 45 and above they have a different social media than what i have and i've noticed that my social media looks very different than some of my cousins social media who are like 17 and 18 so 
I think that stuff is genuinely just curated just for you, just for, again, going back to the CPM, going back to what's going to click with most people. I think that stuff is just curated for you. And, and for someone who interacts with people, there's a lot of people and people interaction. You see a lot of posts about different things, but... I've noticed this with my parents' social media is they have a lot of friends, but then they click on, like, let's say religious stuff or they click on, like, funny stuff like cat videos or dog videos or just people dancing and, like, you know, stuff like that. And it just their feed is totally flooded with those kind of posts where it's like 70% people and then 20% of these like, you know, posts that they click and subscribe to. And then 10% is just like a random bunch of people that Facebook says that they suggest, quote unquote. So I, I see that on their post and on their feed and then on my feed, just like how you said. You see feed of your social media influencer. You see feed of the motivational things that you follow, like things that are genuinely just curated for you. And I've noticed like a weird factor with that, too. If I go to eat In-N-Out, if I go to eat McDonald's and if I go to eat at whatever restaurant that I'm going to eat or getting food delivery from Uber Eats or Postmates, anything like that. I'll see the ad second day, like literally the next day, I'll see the same place placing an ad on my social uh-huh. media page. And that's so weird because now it's like, you know, you get into this mindset of is is the government like spying on me? And, and it goes a further beyond like is Google spying on me? Is Amazon right. spying on you? Um, but it, it's so weird because I've noticed that whenever I go to Chick-fil-A, I get Chick-fil-A ad the next day. If I go to McDonald's, I get McDonald's ad the next day. So it's very weird. And if I look at like watches or belts or anything like that, I just get a bunch of advertisement that's just like that. And it's so weird and bizarre. But have you ever faced something like that? Yeah. Uh, like talking. Like Isn't that weird, and- dude? It is. So I was, I was like searching for a couple of products on Amazon. And like later on, when I opened my Facebook, I saw the same product like displaying on Facebook ads. Like, I'm like, huh, interesting. Like Amazon, like that was interesting. Like, I'm like, huh. So you guys are really spying on us, you know, like, um, and I, I think it's like, it, like it comes to like you know sharing using that data uh using that search results to like manipulate you and probably like make you to like click on that again but i know like even like google does that like if you google something it will it will like pop up on like one of the browser or it's gonna like pop up on another you know like video or but I have seen that like multiple times, even with the YouTube videos. Like if you are like, if you have been like searching about certain things, like it will show in one of the videos. And, and it's like, it's it just proves that point that you are the product. They're basically trying to like, you know, psychologically manipulate your brain and make you to like do things that you don't want to do. Like maybe buying products or maybe like shifting your mindset or whatever their purpose is. Um, I know like we've been, 
we've been talking like shit about social medias and all that. Like we've been focusing on uh like the bad side of social medias. But like there are also like a couple of good things about you know like social medias. Right. Um and before you, you wanna... start with that, I want to say something to the listeners. There uh-huh. is a positive side to that. Hello? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, we're live. <laughs> okay, and there is a positive side to that. And the positive side is is my new OnlyFans. So you can subscribe to my OnlyFans. <laughs> That's a good way to make money, generally, dude. Right? <laughs> hey, guys, I'm coming with a new OnlyFans. That's one of the positive af- aspects. I'm going to get that back, dude. But yeah, <laughs> I'm just kidding, dude. I, I don't have social like OnlyFans. I-, I do have, like, you know, a private link. But, you know, none of you guys are going to get that. Um, but yeah, um, what do you got to say? Do you have like any final thoughts on, you know, the, the negative side of social media before we move on? Negative side effects. I feel like there's a lot of shit to talk about social media because, you know, I personally don't use a lot of it, but just like you said, there's a lot of positive aspects to it too, that we're going to get into in a very short time. Um, but my final thought is control. Like, you know, all you have to do is control yourself, whether it's life or a work or your relationship, you have to control yourself. And I feel like social media is the same kind of thing. So if you just let negative things go to your head, then the only thoughts that you're going to have are negative thoughts. I'm sorry to quote Arthur from Joker, but the only thoughts that you have is negative thoughts. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I feel like social media is that, is that poison pill, but you're the person like, just like how Sam keeps on honing the same um, subject matter. The, the matter is you are the product. And Santa has put this so beautifully that you are the product. And if you let people control you or advertisers control you, then you're fucked. Then you're literally fucked because you're in this weird trap. It's probably never going to end. It's like a weird cycle. So you have Mission. to control what you what you watch, what you don't watch. But yeah, what were you saying, Zan? Yeah, it's a, it's a vicious cycle. And until that, you know, we don't, we don't monitor what we are doing. Um, this tech giants are basically going to be using um, the data against us. You know, they'll basically be like they'll be basically targeting us and so on. Um, and Unless if you're stopped. subscribed to Sans or my OnlyFans, you should not. You should take control. You know, right? Or you know, like if you are subscribed to our podcast, which will not do any harm because. Right. Uh, Unlike, you know, other social medias, I don't think podcast um, does anything. I mean, I know like it does have algorithm, but other than that, I don't think it's worse than any other social medias. Right. Because we're not selling you pretty much anything here. Yeah. We're basically selling you ideas. (laughs) Ideas. And good thing about ideas is that it's up to you whether you, you know, whether you agree or disagree um, you know, we're open to discussions and, um, feel free to like reach us in our DMs. Um, but yeah, it's just our ideas and our experience. That's all we are sharing. Right. Uh, we don't want to, you know, anything like that's our goal is just to 
inspired. It's to stay free. It's to stay free and true to you every time. Because we're yeah. not going to sell you something that we don't believe in. And we're not going to say something that we don't believe in. So we're not going to say, we're, we're literally speaking our mind. No pun intended. But with that being said, and if you have any final thoughts. What? <laughs> You're just going to put a product placement right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <I'm just> <laughs> this podcast is presented to you by OnlyFans. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, with, uh, <laughs> with that being said, I think there's a, there's a lot of positive aspects to it too. And I'll, I'll let you expand on that, Sam. Um, like one of the positive aspect of, you know, social medias is um, I think it brings community together. Um, so, you know, like tragedy happens, you know, that happens, um, like lots of bad shit happens. Um, and something that I've noticed, you know, like time to time is that whenever things happen, uh, people tend to like go in social medias and they tend to like, uh, be united whether that's by changing their profiles whether that's by you know like providing donations or the, or like you know whether that's by providing any sort of um you know awareness because uh i know like nowadays we tend to like get our news like most like some of the people get their news from social medias and uh like twitter being like you know one of the main source um and it's just like spreading awareness um or you know like that's how i think um that's how like social media brings people together um like one example that i can give is like recently there was a um dad and one of my relatives you know like family and we there was like there was a way to like um I mean, there's definitely a way to like, you know, like give a call and um, help out. But they're like financially, like Facebook has this thing called, uh, you know, Messenger Pay. And you can actually like send them money like instantly using social media. And I'm pretty sure iMessage and iPhone does. Um, and there's actually like designated app that are like built into like a couple of the social medias. And that's like one of the way that I think social media like brings people together, uh, regardless of it. It's like, you know, negative sites. Any thoughts, Rustic? Yeah. Uh, one thing that I jotted down when you were saying that is GoFundMe. GoFundMe has brought a lot of things together. And, mm -hmm. and, and just like how you said, it wasn't possible when uh, you received a news. It would take a lot of time before and even before, if you wanted to help out the the much people who don't have the money or don't have the same kind of privilege that you have, you can donate to people. You can help out. You can cause a good by literally going to a website and just doing a few clicks. So I, in that aspect, I think social media has brought together a lot of people. Uh, this year, we saw a lot of people getting together and chipping in for the Australian bushfire. We saw a lot of people raising a lot of money. Specifically, I want to shout out a YouTuber called Mr. Beast. He grew, I, I think he don't, his whole charity and uh, all his subscribers, they donated a million dollars, I think, in total, where they planted 
a million trees in the entire world. So we see a lot of positive aspects that social media has brought. And and that includes chipping in for things that a lot of people can't afford. Like uh, I know I hear every this and every day on the news that people are building more um, resources in sub-Saharan Africa. There's Facebook and uh, Instagram and I believe WhatsApp that are sending these satellites over Africa so people can have at least uh, internet for the places that don't have internet right now. So people are trying to A, electrify a lot of things and B, spread internet so we have that connection with people like things that happen across the world things that happen in asia you can get the news in america in literally seconds in a few taps so i think that has brought a lot of people closer and whenever there's atrocities like uh, the australian bushfire or the earthquake that happened in nepal the the shootings that happen in different countries in the world i think that brings a lot of people together and whether that's gofundme or directly doing payments um or or there's like another ways like skrill or paypal these things have brought oh, a lot of people mm-hmm. together mm-hmm. so yeah i, I agree yeah, with definitely. that and one of the like situation i mean one of the uh situation that i want to like give social media credit to is the uh nigeria there was a, a Nigeria police uh, incident where um, I think the uh, Nigerian police were like, you know, like hurting people, like their citizens over there. And like, there was no sort of like awareness. Um, and I think people were, people started like tweeting about it and it started to be a trend. And um, I think like, gov- like, gov- like, um, Nigerian government were able to like take a stand and stop that from happening. See, like social media plays a huge role, um, whether that's you know spreading message or spreading any sort of awareness, and uh, like that's one of the like strongest acts. If we if we can use it to uh, its um, core strength, it, it can be a, like vital tools. Um, but it just comes to the like we mentioned like all those negative points, like. Con- like rustic mentioned control um if we have control over those things then i'm pretty sure we can like do we can make a difference in um lots of good other ways right and in a in a place like america how much we're divided i think social media helps us find common grounds too because if you look at america we're torn apart we're this huge family under this big umbrella of USA, but we're torn apart. But every so now and then, social media brings people together. Whether you're on this side or that side or any side, uh, you can look at a funny video and we can all laugh. We can look at things that make us happy, that makes uh, thing makes the world a better place. So I want to give credit where credit is due, that social media has brought a lot of common grounds together. If you're if you're a person that likes uh, had certain ideologies or you have an ideological view of the world, 
I think there's a lot of things that we can agree on that social media brings to people. And uh, whether it's like concerning about your privacy or helping out people or sharing things on social media, uh, for example, like sharing our podcast to more people so people can have an idea of what we're talking and we can transform our ideas into other people's ideas and then this can grow into a snowball effect so i think social media has helped this in a very positive direction where there's a lot of people who are just fake but there's also a lot of people who are just genuinely trying to spread positive ideas and they're trying to build long-lasting relationships um and and it's out of positivity whether it's planting a million trees or chipping in for money for something that happened across the world or just like you said how the nigerian police the armies are brutal to the citizen themselves so i feel like that the social media has brought the world a lot closer than we've ever been it seems like the world is very small and that makes you very aware of a lot of things that are happening because you hear about things that happen in like North Korea, oppressing things, or you hear about things that happen in Cuba. But because of social media, because of Facebook, because of like Instagram, because of a lot of social media and blogs that you can, uh, maybe not in Korea, but you can watch and you can see on Brazil, on Cuba, people have revolted. People are revolted against their own government because they know that's not the right democracy and people don't want to be oppressed. So I feel like social media has done a great job where they've made the communication a lot more effective. You can get uh, you can talk about your family, your work, your, you can manage a lot of companies, you can manage literally a lot of things on social media. And without social media, we wouldn't be here. San and I wouldn't be here. I know for a fact uh, so it, it has brought a lot of jobs. It has brought a lot of things that we never knew that was possible, you know, eight years ago or 10 years ago. Right. Um, and something that I want to add is um, social media also, like, you know, brings, um, like, it lets you to, like, be close to your friends. Um, I mean, friends and families. Uh, one example that I want to give is uh, Rustic and me. Uh, we live like, you know, um, almost like 12, 12, like we live like pretty much on the like opposite side of the uh, country. Um, but we still like finds a way to like communicate if anything happens, um, if he's going to something, he will send me a snap, you know, like explaining his situations. And we normally like, uh, we do this in a regular basis, like whenever, if he's like going through anything um he will just like send me a snap and i'll send him a snap and if i'm going through any like sort of like uh difficulties in my life i do the same and that's that's like powerful like you know having someone that you can count on in the other side of the world even though that person is physically not present with you it's powerful and that's kudos to social media for doing that and also like i want to add one more thing is that um credibly that social media presence when it comes to news um i know like the uh news right now are not very reliable we don't know for sure if they're like you know fact checks uh now what facebook and twitter does is that they actually do uh fact checking 
if somebody has uh, posted something, they actually do, they actually like show um, whether that is actually facts or not. If it's not true, normally like it will say like this statement has not been proved or, you know, like blah, blah. Uh, if you go to Trump's uh, Twitter, you can actually see most of his uh, tweets are not a factual check. <laughs> yeah. So it'll actually give you, act- that's actually a perfect example. Um, right. But yeah, like, media has like done like lots of good things for the uh for the uh for uh our generations and we should be thankful um however like there are you know like those negative things that we mentioned earlier and we just it all comes down to how we want to use the uh tools and social media is a tool and if you if you if you are like if you know like it's it's pulling you, then there's something wrong with it because you should be using social media, not the other way. Like social media shouldn't be using you. You should be the one that's like controlling the uses and you should be the one that's controlling the social media, not the other way um, around. Um, And yeah, that's being said, do you have anything to add rustic? Right. I agree with everything that you said. That was very well put. Um, We've seen a lot of examples where businesses have succeeded by using the social media tool effectively. So even if you don't um, use social media for your personal advantage, there's a lot of businesses. There's a lot of things that you can do online that were never possible. So there's a lot of positive aspects to social media, too. But it goes back to just like how San said, how you use that tool, because ultimately, ultimately, social media is this huge, vast network of people that are just connected. It's like being on someone's backyard, having a neighbor in your backyard, because and the best example is, again, San and I we have been friends for like almost seven, eight, ten years, but uh, we've only had like interaction like physical interaction with a friendship in like our high school years and then he moved away and then i stayed where i am but without the lack of social media we would probably have not talked right um there would be no interaction and we wouldn't know what to say and now like like even though i have we have a lot of friends like in our own cities but what we do on a regular basis is like check on each other, say, hey, are you doing OK? Hey, what's going on? Like, you know, if I have something that I want to get um, an advice on or a suggestion or like, you know, another eye looking into such a situation, I'll text him. I'll be like, hey, bro, look at this. You know, uh, what do you think about this? And he does the same with me. And social media ha- is the only reason why we've been able to do that. And a lot of businesses too. I've seen a lot of businesses do extremely well because of marketing techniques. There's a whole array of people that are going to like uh, the things that you do. And, and you know, that's going to help you grow. Um, whether that's in a business environment or that's in a personal environment, because you can put yourself out there too. And you can see how people... Uh, interact to you there's a lot of things that happen especially uh, the biggest example that i can give is some of the youtubers like the logan and jake paul had the internet not been there there would be no jake paul there would be no logan paul had the internet not been there there wouldn't wouldn't be any pewdiepie there wouldn't be mr beast and these people have 
brought a lot of entertainment to the world. Some in a very negative way and some in a very positive way. But you can't ignore that internet is the thing that brings everybody close to each other. Um, but yeah, everything that San said, that, that was very well put. I agree with that. It's a tool that you should use on a very careful uh, basis. You shouldn't you shouldn't let it consume you, but you should use that to consume the news, to spread out um, the news that you have and spread out your thoughts, like listening to this podcast and subscribing and telling your friends to listen to the podcast and listen to the ideas. Um, that's all very good. That's all advancing ourselves because that's forcing us to look at things in a very different perspective. Even if you don't agree with most of the th things that I or Sam say, um, if you listen to our podcast, it's very reasonable, or at least we think it's very reasonable. So just doing that, you're, you're a million miles away from people who just don't want to hear any argument and they just say, my way or the highway and and social media has to be given credit uh, because you can literally be on the other side of the world and hear our podcast or hear people's thoughts and and subscribe to that but yeah right definitely um yep um crap i, I think about something totally i think uh mm -hmm. See, I feel like I should like start writing down like whatever, like whenever we're talking and things. That's like, what I do. Cross your mind. I should like write it down because I literally had like one point and I totally forgot. Uh, That's well, what I do too. I'm pretty sure it will come back. Um, there is actually a good documentary, you know, in like uh, Netflix about uh, the social media. Uh, it's called like the social dilemma. Mm -hmm. uh, let's talk about that. Actually, it's a good, good. Uh, documentary um very interesting um the documentary like consists of like you know formal employees from this uh tech giants like facebook google instagram twitter and so on and it's pretty much like all of them are like formal employees and some of the reason that they you know they say they left the platform was because it did not feel right um it felt forced and it was like ethically wrong. Um, how like what do you think about the documentary, Rustic? I know we've both watched that documentary, and it's a very interesting documentary. For listeners that are listening to this, you can go find the documentary on Netflix, and you can watch that. It's an hour and a half, roughly, documentary about just like what San said about former employees uh, not agreeing with all the terms and things that. Uh, a lot of these tech giants are going on to now right now and i don't agree with like a lot of things that the tech giants are doing because that feels very manipulative they're manipulating you to get more algorithms to get more advertisement to get more views right um mm -hmm. but one of the things that you gotta realize is a lot of the companies that we see now especially google apple these companies were set up to be a positive force in the society. Because if you look at things, if you look at Facebook, it was it was a company that was founded to find people from different uh, schools like MIT, from Stanford, and to connect people, connect research and all that kind of stuff. And secondarily, it was founded to help people connect from one uh, place of globe to the other. 
And if you look at Google, Google was founded to have this vast collection of library. It's like a digital library for everything that you can find. And that's what Google was said to be. But we're in this dilemma, this weird phase now that we don't know what the pre uh, like what we are doing to our future. Um, and a lot of these companies started on a very positive note to do a very positive thing in the world. But with people, with a lot of things being involved, like advertising and all that kind of stuff, this took a very weird turn. Like nobody saw this company. I guarantee that most people didn't see this company. And most people running the same company aren't quote unquote bad people. They're in people. They are not the people going for ill intentions. But like anything that becomes extremely big, like a company or a country, they want to keep the dominance. So in this race for dominance, in this race to be the number one social media app, I think all these apps are fighting against each other because now you see if a Snapchat has a specific kind of filter or if an app comes up with the specific feature, then all the other apps are going to copy that because now they're terrified that they're going to die away. So mm-hmm. with this weird competition thing, uh, I generally think the company started on a very good hope to bring people together. But because of technology and because of the the way that we used, the, the way we, quote unquote, I think, abused technology and because of competition, we're going into this new territory where even the people that are controlling these big techs have no idea what's going to happen five years from now. We don't know what the precautions of like using a lot of TikTok is. We don't know the precaution of using a lot of social media like Facebook, Instagram. We don't know what's that going to do. Like 10 years from now, if you think about things, right, 10 years from now, are people going to be more depressed? 10 years from now are people going to be lesser in school aka in high school in like you know college like what are the numbers that are going to be there we don't know that and are people going to be more self-employed or less uh, self-employed are we going to have less people on the streets or more people on the street we have no idea what social media can affect in a very long term because again it goes back to how long we've seen this happen and social media companies, they've only been here for a very short period of time. If you look at the whole history of things, we've only seen, seen the social media for the, for the last like one or two decades. So I don't think the company heads even realize what is going to happen. I genuinely think that we've got to take some kind of a stance on it. We've, we've got to have some ground rules on the limit, the kind of advertisement that these companies don't have any limitations to right now. Uh, Because I feel like that's ultimately going to hurt the human race because we see a lot of people now that are just depressed. And whether that's Mm -hmm. because they are conflicted with gender identity, with uh, a lot of issues that divides them, um, because now you see a lot of genders coming up more than ever, right? Because in the mm-hmm. past, we've only had like a few genders, but now you see a lot of these new things being produced. Uh, and that's the direct social effect of social media, because there's generally some 
credible stuff, like you said, on social media. But then there's also some very biased stuff. And when you hear those things, I feel like that if you're a kid, if you're a 10, 15 year old kid, that sways you in a specific direction because your mind isn't fully developed. So whether that's because you're genuinely depressed or you see a person who is out there being depressed and he's vlogging himself and you have a very, you're a very new, fresh mind and you have never seen someone who's been depressed and you've just been absorbing that for years. I feel like that translates into you and then you start feeling depressed. So we don't know what's the long term effect of that. But what do you think? What do you think about these tech giants? Um, I feel like they're here to stay. Um, they're definitely here to stay. And um, every year, I feel like it's getting worse and worse. Like their algorithms getting worse. Uh, their greed is getting worse. So they are, they like I think like there has to be like some sort of regulations from the government to like to be in place to like put the uh, put this uh, tag giant on their on their place. Because if the government doesn't do anything, this tag giant literally have you know freedom to do anything, like anything they want. They can do whatever the heck they want with the algorithm. They can do whatever the heck they want with the ads, the kind of ad they put out. So I feel like there should be, um, like the government has to like hold them accountable and there has to be like some sort of regulations. Um, I know like Facebook and uh, the government has like some sort of history. I don't want to dive into that, but um, like they should definitely look into any sort of, you know, regulation that they can implement. Um, otherwise, I think we're doomed. Like the uh, like I feel bad for our kids because they are going to grow up with, you know, pretty much they're probably going to have iPhones and iPhones and iPads like when they're like seven or eight. And that's scary. Like think about the way that they're going to grow up, like how their brain's going to grow up. They're probably going to be like, be being like manipulative from like, you know, seven or eight years old. And that is scary. Like they're, they're probably never going to reach their full potential because their minds already occupied by some device or some, uh, you know, like some social medias. It's scary. Right. And I want to include a personal experience with that. I have some of my cousins are, uh, one of them is uh, six and the other one is three, four, roughly. Um, and the way that, uh, like, my, my one of my elder uh, cousin is they treat their children's with, they give them iPads and they reward them in a way that, like you know okay if you do something good i'm gonna give you an ipad and you can mm -hmm. go watch this show on your own um and they don't have any parental controls on or anything so you could literally go at six years of age like my my one of my cousins you could go and you could watch anything on youtube and we all know that youtube has like a huge collection of like kids genre but there's also like other genres right so mm -hmm. how's that going to affect? And then the other thing that I see with my cousins is uh, they, they want to play video games, right? They want to play all of these kind of games like Fortnite, War, uh, World of Warcraft, Warzone. But whenever 
like you give them a time limit whenever you say okay 30 minutes and then you try to take the game away they act in a very violent way where they're like you know sad they're they're literally pissed that you're taking these games away or whenever they're watching their favorite youtuber and you take the phone away they're extremely unhappy and they they show it too in a very violent way and that's what i see with my cousins uh who are very young so with that being said, I want to tie this question in and I want to ask this final question. What do you think is going to happen 10 years from now? What do you what do you think is going to happen to the millennials? What do you think is going to happen with the new generation that's coming up? Um, what do you think? Like, is social media going to be a powerful but like a very bad force or is it going to be powerful but in a net positive force? Like, what do you think? I think it's going to be uh, powerful in a bad way. Uh, I feel like the suicide rate is going to go up. The uh, depression rate is going to go up. Um, like I was uh, watching this when I when when I was researching for this topic, I was actually like watching this video where the guy mentioned that um, the suicide rates from you know like twenty twenty um, twenty. 2010 to like 2011 has grown gone up and the uh, amount of people that have like self-harm has also gone up and that is like directly related to social medias because they probably don't fit in like you know they probably think that they don't fit into the society because of all this posts that people are posting so i feel like the uh it's gonna get worse and um this tech giants are gonna be making millions and millions of you know like millions and millions off of our like um our kids and it's just gonna get worse unless we you know like we chose to like put a stop to it and we try to pull the regulations of the uses um and uh like thinking like 10 years you know like 20 downs in, down in a road um, like if I'm a parent, like I want to, like, I want to control the way that my kids use like any sort of devices or any sort of like social media platform. Um, because I don't want them to like, you know, grow up in a, in a way where like things are already like, you know, uh, manipulative and where things are like, where it's already like very, very, uh, you know, it's. It's scary, like thinking about. Are you, are you going to give them phone when they're like, uh, let's say six, seven, eight? Mm, no, no, no. Uh, what I've been what saying, if, like mm-hmm. now, nowadays, what I've been saying is that saying is that um, if a kid cry, parents tend to give them a phone. Like here, just like take take this and like get out of my face. <laughs> Like that kind of attitude is not acceptable because like there's a, there's a deeper problem that lies within like technology and social media. And that's what like most of the parents right now, like they don't realize that. And in the long run, it's going to hurt their kids. It's going to hurt their growth. But there's also a very valid uh, argument that some people might say is, a lot of things are shifting to an online format. Like we've seen from COVID, mm-hmm. the education system has completely, if not so, shifted 
in an online kind of format. So what mm-hmm. if you have kids and they're like seven, eight, ten, but they're doing Zoom calls with their parents, uh, sorry, their teachers, their friends, they're using social mm-hmm. media to kind of like educate themselves, educate others uh, and express them in a very like, I don't know, in a very small manner where not in a small manner, in a very like in a manner where they're connecting to all their friends, where well, it might be the norm 10 years or 20 years from now where having a phone, an iPhone or any kind of phone at age of eight might be the norm where you might feel like you're alienated almost because if you don't have a phone versus you have a phone because as a child, you, children are not that good. You get bullied a lot. So what do you think about mm-hmm. that? What do you think about the format of like school being online? And most people, like let's say your kid doesn't have the phone, but everyone else in his uh, grade has phone when they're like in the first grade and they text and do homework on that. How are you going to combat that? Um, I think it all comes down to what we talked about earlier. Uh, having that restriction placed, having that control. Um, I'm not talking about, you know, being a control freak. Um, as long as you're like reasonable with your child and um, like, you know, providing them access whenever they need it. Um, like, you know, like set a time uh, for, okay, this is, this, this is going to be the time period where you will be like only doing studying. And this will be like, and after that study, you will do like 30 minutes of, you know, like do whatever you want to do. You can like watch a movies, you can watch a video, uh, you can play a game, whatever. Like, so as long as like there's some sort of regulations or like some sort of uh, control from our parents aspect, I think that will, you know, like that will, that will help a bit. Uh, but it's very tricky. Like, like you mentioned, like, it might be a norm and we might be switching to like pretty much everything digital. Um, So it is going to be tricky, but I think it all comes down to how as a parent or as a guardian, how we like, um, you know, like oversees our kids uses in a daily basis. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my take on it, yeah, my kid's probably not gonna get a get a phone until he's probably like nine or ten, dude. He's probably gonna stab you, and you know. Probably, but you know, I don't want my kid to grow up with misinformation out there. There's a lot of things that people are missing these days, like going to fish, going to like do fun stuff there's so many fun stuff that you can do like you can go play basketball baseball you can go hiking with your kids and giving them this like weird dopamine release um when they use an ipad or they play a lot of video games when they're younger is is very tricky just like how you said because a, it's like sugar. Like, you know, if you give your your kids sugar, it's not good for your kids. They're going to be jacked up, jacked up on sugar. And whenever they're, they're crying, you're going to need sugar to calm them down. Mm-hmm. And I feel like social media is the sugar 
um, that, you know, and, and phones are literally the sugar packets that deliver mm -hmm. the sugar. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I might seem like an asshole, but my kids are not going to get, I'm sorry for them, but they're not going to get iPhones or, you know, get to have like an account on Facebook or Instagram or any other social media, because I think that deprives them of thinking in a very kind of an independent man manner because you need that voice in your head that says something whenever you do anything you don't need someone else to guide you to that voice you know i don't know if that makes sense but that's how i feel uh social media yeah. is doing to the kids now yeah um totally totally um crap i kept on running out of thoughts like i just had at one point and i totally forgot um, yeah like see for those who is like listening i'm literally on my bed on my laptop and recording this <laughs> so that's why like i don't have anything i'm probably gonna have to like have a better setup in future but um oh yeah it just came back it just came <laughs> nice back. Okay. let's go <laughs> so i think it all comes down to like how you raise your uh child you know like um it all comes down to teaching them the right manner, teaching them the right thing. Um, it all comes down to raising a child. And um, it's going to be tough, though, like, I'm not going to lie, with, uh, you know, like, with phone, with um, social medias. And I'm pretty sure they're going to question you, like, why can I, why can I not use, um, you know, like, phone like every other people? Like, why can I not be on Facebook? Why can I not be you know like why can i not create a tiktok uh, i'm pretty sure they're going to be like questioning and try to be reasonable with you but you have to be able to like you know give them a right reason and write uh right answers on why you're doing that and which is basically to protect their future right um, and i and i don't see like a lot of parents doing that because just like you mentioned just like you mentioned earlier you said get the phone get the fuck out of here that's what <laughs> a lot of parents do right whenever their kids can't um can't stop crying because i've seen this in planes that whenever the kids mm -hmm. like they don't stop crying then they just hand them uh hand the kid an ipad and he stops crying so it's like a miracle like literally yeah. this is the sugar in the modern uh society it's sugar and it's totally understandable that you know like uh parents might be busy they might have to cook they might have to work right. but at the end of the day your kid future is the most important thing and you want to make sure that you're contributing to you know like their future and it just all comes down to the way that you raise them you know so hopefully like you know parents will put more time um raising their kids properly um and like i said it's totally understandable the world is a busy place uh, the parents have to be at work or they have to cook. Um, but yeah, it's it's all about finding that balance and providing that control. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we, we, we were well, talking about social media and now we went to advising parents <laughs> on parenting <laughs> when we're single. Uh, I'm sorry, you, I'm single. Dude. <laughs> that was... 
Yeah, that, that was a <laughs> weird turn <laughs> we took. <laughs> I'm sorry for all the listeners. <laughs> yeah, we're not parents by any chance. Um, so, you know, if you don't yeah. like our advice, you know, feel free to, like, say, send feedback. You know? Um, yeah, I'm a, I'm a big man child myself. I can't be giving advice <laughs> like that. <laughs> uh but yeah um we talked about the positive and we talked about the negative social medias uh let's talk about the way that we can probably regulate social medias um i know like there are like lots of tools out there that we can use to like prevent uh from being a social addict Mm -hmm. how that sounds social addict (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that might um, be the new norm thing that you know you're going to drug addiction classes you're going to alcohol addiction and now you're going to social addiction classes so that might be <laughs> you might be onto something you know that's very that's going to come very true in the, in the close future so i agree with uh-huh. you uh one of the uh one of the apps or like also like one of the features that i use to regulate my own uh social media time is uh screen time if you're an Apple user, uh, there is a feature called uh, Screen Time, which allows you to like block the app, uh, which allows you to like set the uh, time limitations on social media. So like right now, if I use social media for like 30 minutes, pretty much all my social media's apps are gonna be like um, timed out, and I can definitely access them uh, whenever I want, but I have to like type in pin. Um, I have to like type in a pin, like my password, and it's gonna open up. But um, it is like one good way to like regulate your time, and you can also like see how much you spend on which like social like media. Like you can see how much you spend on YouTube. You you can see like how much time you spend on Facebook, Twitter, and so on. Um, it's pretty like useful useful tools. Um, for like iPhone users. Yeah, I agree. I used to use screen time, but I just found out that it didn't work for me. Uh, And this goes back to what works for you and what might not work for you. And uh, screen time is, is a very good app. You should definitely give it a try. But it didn't help me because I was always going to all these individual apps and I would click on ignore for 15 minutes. And then 15 minutes later, it's another 15 minutes. And that would kind of go into like a snowball effect. So for me personally, what what I had to do was either you just don't pick up your phone for a very long period of time. You just leave that phone on your desk. Uh, wherever you're like if you're in your house you just leave it on your desk and you just let it do its thing right even if there's like raging notifications just let it do your its thing and then the other um thing that i did was deleting the apps and and san can probably testify to this i've deleted snapchat multiple times or i've like told some of my friends to change the password in uh you know snapchat or instagram and not being able to access it because sometimes it goes back to what san said social addiction because sometimes you do get addicted and it's a real thing and 
you need someone to step in and change the password or sometimes you just need to delete that app so you don't see that app you don't see any notifications from it and you're not gravitated towards like using it um but again it just goes back to works what works for you for me screen time doesn't work for me because i can always go and i can always unlock the app and keep on browsing and that's what that was for me um but if you if you're out there and if screen time works for you great because uh there's different tools that it works for different people uh for me it, it wasn't the thing but i know for a fact san you use screen time a lot um and it works for him it works wonders for him um i want to come back to that um i agree that you know uh there is yeah i do the same thing like i do like tend to like ignore and like ignore for 15 minutes and browse the app but i think it all comes down to like you know having that awareness having that control which i still have not mastered yet um i'm still working on it but uh it's a good point like deleting app might be you know like might be the solution and if you want to like you know go to like go check on something there's always a browser version of the app like there is a for facebook there's a browser uh version there's uh for twitter there's instagram uh like pretty much most of the uh, major uh platform has their browser version and you can definitely access that and that's also going to like put put you in a restrictions that you only like you have to like have your you know like computer open um i think that will kind of like you know um cut down like the uses uh but it's definitely like two of the uh, you know like two of the options uh with like deleting the apps and using like some sort of tools to like prevent from using the apps for like you know for longer time right it, it it all depends on what works for you and what doesn't work for you and um we're here to give you advice on what works for us but uh ultimately you're the one who is going to be using these things on a daily basis so what works for you might not be something that works for me or something that works for san uh and vice versa so i i think it's a bunch of habit training and i want to give shout out to this book that uh i read because of san's pressure and this it's called atomic habits and what this basically does is it teaches you to compartmentalize things and and take it small by piece by piece and add it together to form a habit because you've got to realize habits don't form in a day you just don't wake up and you have this feeling for some people it might but a lot of people it just doesn't work that way because one day you might be you might have a lot of energy and you might say i'm going to do this but the other day you might be completely different and that's completely fine because that's life so um by creating these habits by by rewarding yourself with positive reinforcement or breaking them into small things where you know you just do one thing at a time and then you keep on increasing uh to build you know better habits over the course of time and you just keep that cons- uh, consistency up that's going to reward you ultimately because you might not see the impact that that's going to have in a very short period of time and you might be like huh why am i doing this do i really have to do this and then after a while after a month passes by you're going to feel that you know it really rewarded you it gives you this weird dopamine release and you kind of want to do it more you want to 
You want to keep on doing, keeping up with the habit and you want to improve on that. At least that's what I have felt. So what works for you might not work for me, but I definitely do recommend you checking out Screen Time and you checking out this book called Atomic Habits. I think it's very useful. Any yeah, thoughts, Sen? Yeah, um, I actually like listened to the audio audio book version of the book and I'm actually like planning to read the uh, physical, I mean, not physically, but download it in my Kindle and read it. But yeah, uh, it's called Compounding Effect. Um, it's basically like you will basically, you know, focus on your goal. And as you go, like do day by day, um, it's you're not going to see the result eventually. Like you're not going to, you're not going to see the result right away, but eventually those habits going to add up and you will see the result at the end. Um, so yeah, definitely check out that books. It's by James Clear. Um, and there is like lots of videos on YouTube about that book too. And it's a quite, if you want to establish any sort of habit, it's a, it's a quite a, it's a good books for like habit building. Um, that being said, let's wrap up. Any final thoughts? Uh, I think the only question that is going through my mind and the listener's mind is, and this is very important, so I want you to take this very seriously, okay? Get your serious answers out. When can we expect an OnlyFans from you? <laughs> uh, well, I was waiting uh, for you to begin, so, you know. Oh, I already so that, begun. <laughs> All right, then you can probably help me. Um, anyway. <laughs> okay, I can't it. help you. <laughs> Take those pictures, dude. <laughs> You're on your own. <laughs> um, but yeah, to wrap things up, um, Sam's probably going to post his OnlyFans very soon. So you guys keep hanging, keep listening. There is going to be a huge announcement from Sam very soon. But yeah, let's wrap up. Uh, Sam, any thoughts? Yeah, uh, thank you so much for listening. And... It's, uh, I know, like, our episode has been all over the places. We are still trying to work on what works and what does not. And if you guys have any feedback, feel free to leave um, in the, you know, down below. And the, uh, actually, you can just DM us, right? Now. Right. Uh, I think the best us. way to reach us is uh, through Speak Your Mind. And uh, you can find us on Twitter, uh, Speak Your Mind, or you can individually um, DM one of us and you can give us your feedback but we really do appreciate you listening i'm i'm, I'm praying with my hands um we really appreciate you listening i can't thank you enough for listening this is a dream come to a true kind of a thing we get to create all these ideas and tell you how we think about the world and the way that we see might be very different than the way that you see um but yeah, without sounding like a broken record, I I, I just want to keep on saying thank you. Uh, thank you so much. If you are on Apple Podcasts, be sure to subscribe. If you are on Spotify or Stitcher or Google Podcasts, be sure to hit that follow. It helps a lot. If you want to share the podcast to anyone that you like, your friends, your family members, go ahead, do that. Because sharing is not going to do um, any harm. It's just going to keep our the snowball effect that we want to create that we want to get ideas out there we want to get people talking about ideas and that's what we in speak your mind 
do is we, we want to spread our ideas. We want to hear from you, from your ideas. And, and hopefully we're going to do a lot more episodes. Um, a lot of stuff coming soon, guys. You're going to be really excited for this. But yeah, any thoughts, Sam? Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, if this podcast has bring any value to your life, um, you know, feel free to share because sharing is caring. And uh, if you guys have any topic that um, you guys want us to like cover, feel free to uh, suggest that uh, in our Twitter as well. Uh, that being said, until next time. Peace out, motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs>